Chapter Number One of the Tale of Snowball Lamb. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. The Tale of Snowball Lamb by Arthur Scott Bailey, Black and White. Hurrah! Johnny Green shouted, and he dashed out of the woodshed and ran to the barnyard as fast as he could scamper. There was a good reason for his high spirits and his haste. His father had just told him he might have a lamb for a pet. Farmer Green followed Johnny at a slower pace. When he reached the barnyard fence, Johnny was already on the other side of it trying to catch a certain black lamb. Now Johnny Green was spry, but this black lamb was spryer. Whenever Johnny thought he had the lamb, the black rascal always managed to slip out of his clutches. I'll help you, said Farmer Green, and climbing the fence, he soon had the lively lamb cornered and caught. Then Johnny lost no time in taking his new pet in his own arms. I'm going to call him, Johnny began, as his father let go of the struggling black armful. But Johnny Green never finished what he had started to say. The first thing he knew, the lamb had squirmed out of his arms and was running up the lane. Johnny straightened up and gazed after him in dismay. I don't believe I'll call him anything, he murmured half to himself. Farmer Green couldn't help laughing, and then, noticing a very disappointed look on Johnny's face, he said, Cheer up, Johnny. The lamb is the youngest one on the farm, but he's too big for a pet. He's a wild one. Let him run with the flock, and we'll see if we can't do something to make you feel happy. Well, Johnny Green knew that when his father talked like that, it was silly to be glum. So he cried, All right, and turning his back upon the black lamb, which was by this time almost up to the head of the lane, Johnny walked back to the woodshed. The next day, when Farmer Green came home from a drive over the hill, Johnny shouted, Hurrah! once more, for lying on a bit of hay in the bottom of the buggy was a white lamb no more than half as big as the lively black scamp that had gotten away from johnny the day before johnny green didn't need to ask whose lamb this was he knew at once that it was his own where'd you get him he demanded at your uncle's his father explained Johnny lifted the white lamb out of the buggy and set him down gingerly upon the ground. And the white lamb didn't try to run off. He was only a tiny thing, with a very soft coat and a very pink nose. I wonder if he's hungry, said Johnny Green. I'll get some corn and see if he wants anything. You'll have to feed him milk in a bottle his father told him. He isn't weaned yet. Bring him into the woodshed. 
In a little while Johnny's father had found a baby's bottle, which he filled with warm milk. Then all Johnny had to do was to hold the bottle to his new pet's mouth. The lamb did the rest. I'm going to call him Snowball, Johnny announced, and then he began to laugh. Look at his tail, he shouted. He'll switch it off if he isn't careful. For as Snowball drank his milk, he jerked his stubby tail up and down at a great rate. Old dog Spot, who was stretched upon the woodshed threshold, gazed at Snowball with a lofty air. That lambs has a queer notion of the way a tail ought to be wagged, he said deep down in his throat. He ought to wag it from side to side, but I suppose he's too young to know better. End of chapter 1 Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen Vancouver, B.C.